The turns were treacherous and the land path meant anyone approaching would be exposed to our fire from the tower for a long time. The hidden stones were slimy and slippery, too. Twice, Otto almost lost his footing and shouted Otto in a laugh before regaining his balance. The second time, scared Bram badly, if Otto fell into the lake with him in his basket, he could well drown, especially if the huge stubborn boy panicked and forgot that Bram was there, the way he did sometimes. Maybe we should have stayed at in under the apple tree, he thought, but they then but by then it was too late. Thankfully there was no third time and the water never got up past Hodder's waist, though the reeds were in it up to their chests, and before long they were on the island climbing the steps to the old fast. The door was still stout, though its heavy hawk planks had wrapped over the yards and it could longer be closed completely. Mira showed it open all the way. The rusted iron eyed uh, screaming, inges, 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 inges screaming. Sorry. The lantern was low, dark down, hollow, Bram said, and he did, but not enough to keep Bram from eating his head. That urge, he complained, others said others, straightening. They found themselves in a gloomy, strong room, barely large enough to hold the four of them. Steps built into the inner wall of the tower, curved away upward to their left, downward to their right. Behind iron grates, Ran looked up and saw another grate just above his head, a murder hole. He was glad there was no one up there now to pull boiling oil down on them. The grates were locked, but the iron bars were red with rust. Other grabbed a hold of the left hand door and gave it a pull, grunting with effort. Nothing happened. He tried fishing with no more success. He shook the bars, kicked, shoved against them, and rattled them and punched the hinges with huge hand until the air was filled with flakes of rust, but the iron door would not patch. The one down the, to the underboat was no more accommodating. No way in, said Mira, shrugging. The mother, who was just above Bran's head as he sat in his basket on Otto's back, he reached up and grabbed the bars to give them a try. When he pulled down, the gratin came out of the ceiling in a cascade of rust and, and crumbling stone. Other, other shouted. The heavy iron grate gave Bran another bang in the head and crashed down near Joanne's feet when she, when he shoved it off, off him. Mira laughed. Look at that, my prince, she said. You are stronger than other. Bran blushed with a great groan. 
Although was able to boost Mira and Jan up throughout the Gaibian Amada Hall, the Cranog man took Ram by arms and drew him up after them. Getting order inside was the hard part. It was too heavy for the reeds to lift the way they lifted Bran. Finally, Bran told him to go look for some big rocks. The island had no lake of those, and Otto was able to pile them high enough to grab the crumbling edges of the hole and climb throughout. Otto panted heavily, grinning at all of them. They found themselves in a maze of small cells, dark and empty, but Mira explored until she found the way back to the steps. The item they climbed with the better daylight. On the third story, the thick outer wall was pierced by arrows, this. the fourth had actually windows and, windows, and the fifth and Ida's was one big round chamber with archered doors on three sides, opening onto small stone balconies. On the fourth side was a privy chamber perched above a sewer chute that dropped straight down into the lake. By the time they reached the roof, the sky was completely overcast, and the clouds to the west were black. The wind was blowing so strong, it lifted up Bran's clock and made it flap and snap. Other other side at the noise, Mira spoon in a circle, I feel almost a giant standing out above the wall. There are trees in the neck that stand twice as tall as this. Her brother remained her. Yeah, but they have other trees around them just as I said, Mira. The wall presses close in the neck, and the sky is so much smaller. Here, feel that wind, brother, and look how large the wall has grown. It was true. You could see a long ways from up here. To the south, the foothills rose with mountains grey and green beyond them. The rolling plains of the new gifts stretched away to all the other directions as far as the eye could see. I was hoping we could see the wall from here, said Brand, disappointed. That was stupid. We must still be fifteen leagues away. Just begin. Of it made him feel tired and cold as well. Joanne, what will we do when we reach the wall? My uncle always said how big it was, 700 feet high and so tight at the base that the gates are more like tunnels throughout the eyes. How are we going to the pass to find the three-eyed crowd? There are abandoned castles along the wall, I have heard, Jane answered. Fortress built by the Night's Watch, but now left empty. One of them may give us our way through our... The ghosts' castles, old Nan had called them. Master Lewin had once made Brown learn the names of every one of the forts along the wall. That had been hard, there were nineteen of them, all told. So no more than seventeen had ever been named at any one time. At the feast in honor of Night Robert's visit to Winterfell, Ben had recited the names for his uncle Benjamin, east to west, and then west to east. 
Then Jen Stark laughed and said, You know that better than I do, Ran. Perhaps you should be first stranger. I'll stay here in your place. That was before Bram fell. Before he was broken. By the time he'd woken Gripple from his deep, his uncle had gone back to Castle Black. My uncle said the gates were sealed with eyes and stone whenever a castle had to be abandoned, said Bram. Then, well, we have to open them again, said Mira. That made him uneasy. We shouldn't do that. Bad things might come true out from the other side. We should just go to Castle Black and tell Lord Commander to let us pass. Your Grace, said Julian, we must avoid Castle Black just as we avoided the King's Road. There are hundreds of men there, men of the Night's Watch, said Brand. They say vows to take no part in wars and stuff. Ah, yes, said Julian, but one man within two. Forswear himself would be enough to sell your secret to the Iron Man or the pastors of Bolton, and we cannot be certain that the watch would agree to let us pass. Pass. They might decide to hold us or send us back. But my father was a friend of the Night Watch, and uh, my uncle is for stranger. He might know where the three hired crowd lives. And John's at Castle Black, too. Bran had been hoping to see John again. And their uncle, too. The last black brothers to visit Winterfell said that Benjamin Stark had vanished on a random. But surely he would have made his way back by now. I bet Watch would even give us a horse as he went on. Quite Jean's shaded his eyes with a hand and gazed up toward the setting sun. Look, there's something, a rider, I think. Do you see him? Ran shaded his eyes as well, and even so he had to squint. He was nothing at first, till some movement made him turn. At first he thought it might be summer, but no. A man on a horse, he was too far away to see much else. Otto? Otto had a put-down hand over his eyes as well, only he was looking the wrong way, Otto. He is no haste, said Mira, but he's making poor hit this village, it seems to me. We had best go inside before we are seen, said Julian. Summer's near the village, Bran objected. Summer will be fine, Mira promised. It's only one man on a tired horse. A few fat, wet drops began to patter against the stone as they retreated to the floor below. That was well tanned. The rain began to fall in a hairness a short time later. Even throughout the thick walls, they could hear heatulation against the surface of the lake. They sat on the floor in the round empty room amidst gathering gloom. The north-facing balcony looked out toward the abandoned village. Mira crept out on her body to peer across the lake and see what had become of the horseman. He's taken shelter in the ruins of the inn, she told them when she came back. It looks as though he's making a fire in the earth. I wish we could have a fire, Bransa. Uncle, that's broken furniture down the stairs. I saw it. We could have a chop it up and get warm. I like that idea. Auto.
he said hopefully Joanne shook his out fire means smoke smoke from this tower could be seen a long way off if there were, were any way anyone to see his sister argued there's a man in the village one man one man would be enough to betray Bran to his enemies if he is a wrong man we still have half a duck from yesterday we should hit and rest Come on in, the man will go on his way and we will do the same. Jayan at his way, he always did. Mira divided the duck between the four of them. She'd caught it in her net the day before as it tried to rise from the marsh where she surprised it. It wasn't as tasty, tasty cold as it had been hot and crisp from the spit, but at least they did not go hungry. Ben and Mira shared the breast while Zuyan ate the tide. Other devoured the wing and leg, muttering odor and licking the grease off his fingers. After everybody, it was Bran's turn to tell a story. So he told them about another Brandon Stark, the one called Brandon this shipwright who had sailed up beyond the sunset sea. Dusk was setting by the time dark and tea were done, and the rain still fell. Ren wondered how far summer had formed, and whether he had caught one of the deer. Great gloom filled the tower and slowly changed to darkness. Hodder grew restless and walked a while, striding round around the walls and stopping to peer into the privy on every circuit as if he had forgotten what was in that. Zian stood by the north balcony, eaten by the shadows, looking out at the night and the rain somewhere to the north, a light vault crackled across the sky brightening the sight of the tower for an instant. Other jumped and made a frightening noise, then counted to hate, waited for the thunder, when came a harder shouted other. I hope Summer isn't scared too, Brand thought. The dogs in Winterfell nails canals had always been spooked by thunderstorms, just like Otto. I should go see to come in. The lightning flashed again, and it this time the thunder came at six. Harder, Otto yelled again, Otter, Otter, he snatched up his sword. As if to find the storm, Julian said, Be quiet, Otter. Bran, tell him not to shout. Can you get the sword away from him, Mira? I can try. Other ash, said Bran. Be quiet now. No more stupid othering. Sit down. Other? He gave the long sword to Mira meekly enough, but his face was a mask of confusion. Julian turned back to the darkness, and they all hid him suck his breath. What is it? Mira asked. Men in the village, the man we saw before, other men armed. How many? Many and more, too many to count. Mounted? No. Order, order, satisfied. Order, order. Ben felt a little scared himself, though he didn't want to say so in front of Mira. What if they come out, uh, out here? They won't. She sat down beside him. Why should they? For shelter, Jane's voice was grim. Unless the storm lets, lets up, Mira, could you go down and bar the door? I couldn't even close it. The hoods are too abrupt. They won't get past those iron gates, though. They might. They could break the lock. Or 
or the Indies or climb up throughout the mother who, as we did, lightning slashed the sky and although whimpered, then a clap of thunder rolled across the lake. Other he rolled, clapping his hands over his hairs and stumbling in a circle full of darkness. Other, other, other. No, Bren shouted back. No other ring. It did no good. Other moaned other. Mira tried to catch him and calm him, but he was too strong. He flung her aside with no more than a shrug. Hodor, the stable boy screamed as lightning filled the sky again, and even Jigen was shouting now, shouting at Bran and Mira to shout him up. Be quiet, Bran said, in a shrill, scared voice. Hodor staggered and closed his mouth. He shook his head slowly from side to side, sank back to the floor, and sat cross-legged. When the thunder boomed, he scarcely seemed to hear it. The four of them sat in the dark tower, scarce daring to breathe. Bran, what did you do? Mira whispered. Nothing. Bran shook his head. I don't know, but he did. I reached for him, the way I reached for Summer. He had been huddled for half a heartbeat. It scared him. Something happening across the lake, said Jian. I thought I saw a man pointing at the tower. I won't be afraid. It was uh, the Prince of Winterfell, had a stark song, almost a man grown, and a warg too, not so, some little baby boy like Rickon. Some would not be afraid. Most like they are just some umbers, or they could be not, uh, or Norris, or Flynn's come down from the mountains, or even brothers from the Night's Watch. Were they wearing black cloaks, Julian? By night, all clocks are black, your grace, and the flash came and went too fast for me to tell what they were wearing. Mira was wary. If they were black brothers, they'd be mounted, wouldn't they? Ben had thought of something else. It doesn't matter, he said confidentially. They couldn't get out to us even if they wanted, not unless they had a boat or knew about the causeway. The causeway, Mira, mused the brand's ear and kissed him on the forehead. Our sweet prince is right, Joanne. They won't know about the causeway. Even if they did, they could never find the way across the night in the rain. The night will end, though, if they say, if they stay till morning. Joanne left the rest and said, after a few moments, he said, they are feeding the fire, the first man started, lightning crashed throughout the sky and light filled the tower and etched them all in shadow. Otto rocked back and forth, I mean, Bran could feel some of fear in that right instant. He closed two eyes and opened a third, and his boy's skin slipped off him like a clock as he left the tower behind and found himself out in the rain, his belly full of deer, Craning in the brush as the sky broke and boomed above him, the smell of rotten apples and wet leaves almost drowned the scent of man, but it was dark. He heard the clink and slither and hard skin, so men moving under the trees. A man with a sick wandered by a skin pulled it up over his head to make him blind and deaf. The wolf went wide round him behind the dripping thorn brush.
and beneath their branches of an apple tree he could be he could hear them talking and that beneath the scents of rain and leaves and oars came the sharp red stench of fear.